Merry Pitchmas, everyone, and welcome to our inaugural 12 Days of Pitchmas. I'm your Holly Jolly hostess, Paula, and I hate rom-coms, unless they're TV Christmas movies. Starting on Thanksgiving and lasting through New Year's, I try to watch every single TV Christmas rom-com I can get my eyes on. That's only 40 days to watch 79 new holiday films in 2018, so I have my toy tinkering and nutcracking cut out for me. And hey, hey, it's your old drinking buddy, J-Dobbs, here, and uh, my biggest problem is that once a story starts, I gotta hear how it plays out. Once hungover on a Sunday, I watch watched Life or Something Like It from 10 a.m. till noon just to see how it played out because I am a junkie for the narrative. So uh, we've been doing this for a long time. Paul, I'll come home and Paul will tell me about a uh, terrible or sometimes pretty good uh, Lifetime, Hallmark, whatever it is, holiday movie especially that she loves. And uh, I'm trying to just get ahead of it. I'm trying to get to the end of it as fast as I can. So I'm trying to uh, guess ahead of the game. And today's guest is Heidi Honeycutt. Hi, Heidi. Hi. Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me on your Merry Pitchmas show. 12 days of pitchmas. Merry pitchmas to you too. Yeah, yeah. we're going to we're going to we're going to pitch J-Dobbs. pitch all these bad ideas. J Dobbs, huh? J Dobbs. Are you going to drop a, a mixtape? Oh yeah, J Dobbs. That's my oh, middle okay. name. That's not J Dog. <laughs> J Dobbs. So Heidi, tell us about what you do in the industry. Well, I am a film programmer and sometimes film journalist. I have recently worked with the LA Film Festival. RIP. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> and I was in charge of their Nightfall section, which is all their horror and dark and scary stuff. All I the love genre stuff. horror movies. I'm one of those horror people in that little horror world space, but I do like other genres as well. I program a few things at the American Cinematheque. I have a festival called Etheria, mm-hmm. which shows the best new short horror action sci-fi fantasy and thriller films directed by women oh yeah and i just recently started something new called the mondo cult variety film showcase and it's a monthly series that we do at the egyptian and it's basically just really strange weird 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 movies things <laughs> things that were too weird to show at etheria so Give me an example um well we just one of the films that i showed uh last time on uh, november 27th i think was a 20 minute long italian film that was basically this guy fucking a woman in a satyr costume with like prosthetic genitals on her so that she had like this giant clit that was <laughs> disturbing and it's so yeah so i was like i got to i can't believe they let me show this like i don't think they watch any of the films that i'm get, that i'm wow. putting on the dcp for them so that's pretty cool but yeah crazy weird um, i'm a big fan of like inflicting something on yes. an audience that they are not prepared for you're yes. just like you, like oh you think you're here for the weird stuff yeah. i love that well cuz i you know i i need to see really extreme stuff before i can feel anything like, <laughs> Something, it's true. Something has to be so funny. You just have to go so that I'm far. Rolling around on the floor laughing before I, I can enjoy it. Or something has to be so terrifying or, or obscene or horrible before I'll be scared. Like the, the regular mainstream <laughs> stuff doesn't do it for me. So when I see these kinds of films, those are the films that elicit some kind of response from me. And I'm like, okay, that means that other people will probably think they're weird. So, <laughs> well, if, if you like the craziest of the crazy, the movie we're going to talk about today, you have a good, is, is you have a good, good choice. Well, uh, uh, then what is a off the beaten path Christmas movie that gets to your cold dead heart what warms those cockles let's see here I really like sad films like I, I, mm-hmm. I have a big thing for old films um, and sure. by old I mean you know not like 1980s and blah. I mean like really old like you know all the, I hate when young people talk about movies because oh, they're that, like oh my god that movie's so old it's from that, 1992 that, and I'm like, that oh, old movie die. clueless yeah um, but I, I really love um, Robert Taylor and Vivian Lee. 
two of my favorite old school classic uh-huh, actors. Uh-huh. And they did a version of Waterloo Bridge. Oh, wow. I believe in, it was the 30s. It was, I'm pretty sure it was before she did Gone with the Wind. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But it's actually a remake of a version that was done about 10 years earlier. And the first version is very, uh, a lot more dark because the Hayes Code was not around at the time. <laughs> and it's basically about a woman who falls in love with a guy right before he goes off to World War One, And she's a ballet dancer. She skips out on her performance to say goodbye to him so she can be there with him and she gets fired from her ballet job so she beca- and he goes off and he fights in the war and she doesn't hear from him for years and mm-hmm. she becomes a prostitute to support herself and, but then it's Christmassy it's set in winter time okay it's winter time and, that's as Christmassy as a you know, lot of it these really movies gets get me. it's a really that's tragic awesome. set and the performances are beautiful and even the watered down plot version with Vivian mm-hmm. Lee and Robert yeah, Taylor the, the clean and Robert Taylor is one of those actors where he's good in like three things <laughs> and then the rest of the time he's, he's unwatchable so, so a lot of movie stars are though yeah. it's like you you cast them right and they'll kill it yes. and if you don't they don't yeah uh, I, I can already tell we're in for a treat on this episode back in my day <laughs> <laughs> now before we start a quick disclaimer we're not doing this to make fun of these movies i genuinely love them for their earnestness and their belief that the power of christmas can solve anything yeah and i think that christmas is stupid but as i said before i just love the industrialness i love the fact that probably the script was perfect i'm not saying it's a great script but a well-crafted you know structured script and uh although i hear she's already tipped her head this one sounds like things are gonna get weird so i'm excited and since we're focusing on the winter holidays tonight's themed comestible is a thing that i sort of made up it's (laughs) juniper wine some uh riesling wine mixed with some juniper syrup and then i put a little rosemary in it from my garden because that's the only herb i didn't kill oh well i'm gonna it's lovely garnished Where where do you get juniper syrup like my mom got it for me for Christmas last year. Oh, so it's double Christmassy. Yes, it it's is. very good. I've been drinking it this whole time, and I, let I me just, say, I should drink more of it. <laughs> I just, I just took a picture of it because it's uh, nicely garnished, and that's uh, garnish is what separates us from the animals. And yes. now I'm going to taste it. Yeah. So if you come to my house, the cocktail I make you will always have whatever herb that I didn't kill in it as a garnish. I don't like wine. This is uh, fine. Uh, Thank but you for I, that I, will, I will finish it. Uh, I did have a Diet Coke ready just in case it wasn't. So uh, that's my compliment. You know, most of the wine that I've been drinking for the past two years has come from the corner store, you know, on like Hazeltine. And it's, and like, and it's fortified. And yeah, and it's it's like two ninety nine, and it's, you know, a Riesling, but it's not like a, you know, and it tastes like... It's spelled med- with like, two E's. Yeah, it tastes <laughs> like a, some kind of mouthwash medicine or something, and you have to mix it with water. So this is, I mean, this is excellent. This I think this is a bottle of wine from Circus Slicker is delightful. Fancy. Yeah, I mean, that is fancy. You know you're getting the good wine when there's a neon clown out yeah. front. <laughs> I'm poor. <laughs> Aren't we all? So this episode's Winter Wonderland is Journey Back to Christmas. Ooh. It's a Hallmark movie from 2016. Journey ha- back okay, to so Hallmark. Christmas. Yes. Hallmark, uh, we've just... Journey back to Christmas. And I think you know, but uh, we've discovered Hallmark is much more earnest. Yes. Journey back to and Christmas. And much more likely to have uh, magical animals. Mm. I, well, in all, uh, if you mean Jesus... Uh, <laughs> I think we're getting a straight-up time travel movie. I, uh, I think this is a time... That was my first yeah. thought, too. That somehow we have to go back in time to help Santa. Mm. Uh, yeah, I I just... And I know I've already semi-pitched this in the middle of another mo- another episode we did somewhere. But uh, I think we're just getting the Ghost of Christmas Past segment for somebody else of Scrooge. Or... But we're getting one of those at some point. Or 
It might be like, last Christmas was the Christmas that I screwed everything up and I lost my family. Oh, if I can only go chances. back to last Christmas and instead of focusing on my business and being a career I get person, to, I, get to, I put some focus on my family. I get to Groundhog Day, yeah. but just one Christmas mm-hmm. yeah. season. But maybe my wife would have left, or maybe my yeah. husband would have left me. You know, there's, yeah. and That's a good choice because there's been multiple movies with that plot. There is also part of me that just, it's basically Quantum Leap and it's just trying to get Joseph and Mary into the, uh, the into the bar. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's quantum leap, but you have to find a way to kill baby Jesus, it's, so that it's, all this shit. What's well, quantum happen. leap? No, like Joseph, Joseph, something bad happens to Joseph, so he has to kind of be a fake Joseph, oh, and then yeah. he's like, and he's kind of running ahead and be like, there's actually plenty of room at the inn, so he has to convince the innkeeper, he has to like fake book the inn so that it happens in the barn. He's like, there, just, we're Jewish, just you can just not let us in. Just, hey, just we, just lie, just we lie. We need a dirty diaper joke scene <laughs> where Joseph is like holding up the baby, like ah, you oh, know, yeah, wah, wah. those three men aren't so wise yeah. now yeah. oh yeah right. just our steve gutenberg ted danson and whoever the third one who was the third one <laughs> who was the third one? uh tom selleck thank you tom, tom selleck. selleck directed by leonard nimoy i know for those of you playing at home here's the audio of the trailer of journey back to christmas j dobbs and heidi won't hear it because that would be cheating Candace Cameron Bure. I bet you don't know what's coming tonight. The Comet. Takes a magical journey through time in a holiday movie destined to become your new Christmas favorite. Miss, are you okay? Uh, what is happening? What year is it? It's 2016. It's nice to see you again. Do I know you? Also starring Oliver Hudson. Can you dance? And Tom Skerritt. Do you believe in miracles? Journey Back to Christmas. Now I'm going to start describing the film beat by beat. Our panelists will try to get ahead of the plot to predict what will happen next, or if they're wrong, give their best pitch on how to shake things up. So let's start with Journey Back to Christmas, starring one of the four horsewomen of the Hallmark Ellipse, Candace Cameron Bure. Oh man, I was so, was so excited when you said four horsewomen. I was like, Shayna Baszler's here! <laughs> Wow. That's a wrestling joke, guys. So it's 1945. Ooh, a period piece. Oh, wow. Candace, who plays Hannah, and her best friend Dottie are in a movie palace. A newsreel comes on of a welcome home. The war's ride. over. Yes. And Candace starts to cry and runs out because her husband died in yes. the war. Yes. Oh, man. I was really hoping he she was. He fell a- from the guard tower at Auschwitz. I was hoping that she was a war profiteer. She's like, <laughs> we'll never make money with all selling guns now. I own a tank factory. Yeah. <laughs> and Hannah is crying, but she says. It's nobody like, ever solved anything by blubbering. It's a good. Uh, nobody ever solved anything by. I gotta, you know, I gotta get my stuff together. Yeah. It was, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's just it. It reminded me, but it's a good thing the war is over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she says, "I feel really lost without him. I don't know what my purpose is anymore." Can I just quickly ask? Because especially, I feel like you're the expert here. Mm-hmm. How is uh, Candace Cameron Bure's uh, period hair? They actually did a pretty good job. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Go on. Um, and her bestie Dottie says, "Not everyone's born to change the world. Even the smallest stone makes a ripple in the water." Oh, we are. So she has to go back in time to she, save her husband. She's gonna Sam Beckett, her husband, yeah. uh, Doctor Samuel Beckett, yeah. not the playwright. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> to save her husband. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Dottie says, "Why don't you start by walking me to the town square?" So they walk to the town square where there's a gorgeous little gazebo, and people are decorating it with a bunch of lights for Christmas. 
It's a, so, it, so this is a small town. That's it's a small town. It's yes. Americana. Yes. Okay. And there's an older maid who comes over and says, Nurse Hannah, good to see you. Oh, so she spent her time in the war as a nurse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you coming out to see the Christmas comet tomorrow? I don't. The, everybody's saying the storm is going to be such a doozy that we won't I'm be able to gonna, see it. I'm going to make a the wish. The Christmas comet. We're making a wish on the Christmas comet. And like a little bit of a like, got to get back to the house. The storms are coming. Wizard of Oz. No, I don't know about you guys. But when I was a kid, my favorite part of Christmas was the Christmas comet. I know. Mm-hmm. You know. Everybody knows about the Christmas comet. Of it's course. everybody, you know. And that one year there was that big storm, and I couldn't see it. It was devastating. Well, my favorite Christmas comet year was when everyone was turned to red dust. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Hannah takes a picture because she has her camera with her of her bestie Dottie posing with the star that they put on the top of the gazebo. Every oh, year. the picture's going to back to the future yeah. itself and change. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it's yeah. or that's going to like yeah we're going to have a, this is going to be our yeah. our center point. Yeah, and mm-hmm. our constant. Oh, it's different now. Yeah. yeah our our yeah. constant oh yeah he's gonna appear in the photo by the end he's gonna still be alive and then we took the picture together mm-hmm. we'll see uh so the next day uh nurse hannah's doing her rounds in the hospital the town hospital of course and nurse julia comes up to her and says i wanted you to be the first thing that uh, first person to know since you introduced us i'm engaged oh. so oh. nurse julia's engaged to a gi who's back from italy and she says, engaged on the night of the Christmas comet. How romantic. I hope he doesn't have syphilis. <laughs> he does. He was in That was it, a big deal. Was, that was a big deal he, back he in Italy. Especially Italy. Yeah. Italy or France. Yeah, I was going to say they ta- those Italian whores. It's the ground ground zero. I read Catch-22. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, We're so literary. Yeah. Hannah's on the stairs, and she bumps into the order orderly who almost drops all of the boxes of Christmas decorations that he Aww. has. And he's like, can you do me a favor? I get the key to the storage room out of my pocket and close it up. I'm going to go decorate for the, for the Christmas party for the staff and don't forget we're all gonna party and then we're gonna go over to the gazebo tonight well there's a lot of like christmas decorating and not a lot of like doctoring and patient healing well, he's an hospital. orderly in he, these, d- he just cleans a poop in these movies always everybody like look i'm always complaining about how early we decorate <laughs> but everyone decorates on christmas eve in these movies like that's when that's when decorating happened it's like we're gonna break it down by the 26th we're done oh, yeah it's not christmas eve it's okay, like but it's like the middle of december but she has but, to reach in his pocket well it's but the his christmas shirt is that a little bit awkward for them yeah he, he, didn't, like, put, he put a like popcorn box with his dick through it in his like, pants <laughs> yeah that's pocket. what i was gonna say that's what i would do uh so is the christmas comet on christmas or it's just nearby no, it's before christmas it's like the solstice comet yeah yeah they're calling it a christmas comet because it comes on like december 17th or something oh yeah well actually christmas Christmas. They're going to see plot device. Yes, yeah. yeah, they're going to see plot device. We're going to see Wishbringer, the comet. Mm-hmm. So Hannah goes upstairs to the pediatric ward and reads to Toby, mm-hmm. who's sad because he doesn't want to go back to the orphanage. Oh. If I mean, only there was a woman who wanted to give love to someone else and who needed someone to love her. Oh, I was hoping Toby was like 55 years old. <laughs> You're just like, those orphans are awful. I don't like looking after them. So Toby asks... <laughs> They're so mean to me. They set my foot on fire. So Toby asks if the comet is a miracle. And what's the difference between a miracle and something that just happens, like the rain? Well, obviously, because we don't know how miracles work, much like magnets. The Juggalos taught us this. And Hannah says, maybe everything is a miracle. And Toby says, this comet won't come back for another 71 years. It has to be a miracle. Okay, so the Christmas comet is just like the poor man's Haley's comet. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) So the kid's like, what's the difference between a miracle and something normal like rain? And she's like, I don't know. I, I, it's I'm, nice. like, I'm just a nurse kid. I, I'm a nurse in 1945. Yeah. I basically know how to stop people from bleeding and I can barely yeah. read. Yeah. And uh, her bestie Dottie runs in and says, Hannah, come on, we're going to be late. And Hannah runs out and forgets her camera on Toby's bed because she's taking Uh-oh. a picture of Toby. Uh-oh. Okay. Okay. Hmm. The camera's... 
Mm. Okay. I'm curious if the, camera, if the camera can also travel back in time is my, my thought. I wonder if the camera's going to take pictures of the past. Oh. Like a Twilight Zone episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But happy. Yeah. But they, like then she's just going to have to like develop it because we don't, we don't have a Polaroid yet. Yeah. No, it's a, it's it's like, it's yeah, a small yeah. camera it's from little, the 40s. It's a little brownie. Yeah. 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 It's cutting edge technology, yes. though, for the time. Oh, yeah. So um, Bestie Dottie heads into the staff Christmas party, and Hannah says, I'll be right there. I need to call the orphanage and make sure someone picks Toby up so he's not here for Christmas, so he's not by himself. Well, that's that's nice. And Bestie's like, don't forget, we're all going to the gazebo for the gazebo lighting. Yes. I get it. Yes. We're yes. going to the gazebo. There's <laughs> 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 a lot of people in this movie who are telling each other, don't forget. Don't forget it. Yeah. It's like, don't forget, audience. We're all going to the gazebo. So Hannah tries to call the orphanage nobody answers so she walks down the hall she sort of watches everyone having fun and decides she's not into it so she leaves mm-hmm. uh so she goes home and looks at pictures of her dead husband like you do yes. and a dog shows up at the door oh okay there is a, a lot going a, on yeah, Christmas already doggy is the doggy mm-hmm. hungry um, I think he's just lost in because the storm started. He always shows up every he's like, he's 71 years. Golden Retriever. And she looks at his tag and she's like, oh, your name is Ruffin? Which is like the weirdest automatopoeia dog name. Ruffin. 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 What Ruffin is. Ruffin. Yeah. 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 It was like the writer's dog's name. Barkin. Yeah. It's like a two-year-old named him. It was originally named after Ellen Barkin. And then they were like, no, uh, legal <laughs> says we can't call that. <laughs> uh, so she tries to call the owner. But because we're doing a 40s movie. Uh, he doesn't have a phone. No, her party line is busy. Oh. oh. So she can't call Rosewood one two I four. Just, I just really thought, like in 2016, there would be too much expositional work to explain to people what a party line was. Yeah. I'm was imagining like, she picked up the phone and she was, and then immediately we heard a conversation yes, going on, and yes. she was like, <sighs> "She says they said I'm gonna, I'll see you, I'll see you at the gazebo lighting. Don't forget, we're going to the gazebo." Yeah. She says, "Excuse me, I need to make a call." And one of them was like, "Is it an emergency?" And can't her hand is character so nice. She's like, "Well, technically, it's not an emergency." And they're like, "Then try back later. We're talking. Nice. We're talking about the gazebo. We're really excited about the gazebo <laughs> yeah. and the end and, and, and ve day." Yeah. yeah. Um. So she decides she's gonna drive the dog to the address on the tag, mm-hmm. and she brings him there, and it's a couple with a young kid. Oh, I was really hoping it was gonna be Doc Brown. No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and they're like, you're our hero. And she says, heroes change the world. I just did one small thing. I've never thing. done any. Yeah, I, I did nothing. I just, I, just, I just brought a dog back and I'm nice to an orphan. Mm-hmm. And they say, the, the storm's really starting to come down. You should stay oh. the night. And she's like, that's okay. I just live over on Elm Street. Yeah, there we go. And this is like a blizzard. On storm. Elm Street? Yeah. I, I don't know why they specified Elm Street, I guess, because it sounds small town. It's very small town. So but this is like a blizzardy storm. It's going to start to be. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. Okay. they said it might come down so hard they won't be able to see the comet in the sky. Right. So this is oh, a bl- so the, this so, yeah. blizzard is going to be the. God, it would take some kind of miracle for that blizzard to go away. Dorothy, you better you better get in. The tornado's coming. That's it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. So she's driving, and her tires slide on the icy road, and she drives into a snowbank. Oh no! And then yeah. oh no! Now yeah. what? So the storm starts to get worse, and she gets out, and she runs to the closest structure she can find, which is a barn. Oh damn! I hope just as I, the I wanted, comet is passing overhead. I wanted to be the gazebo. I wanted to be manger. <laughs> I still yeah. might have it. The, the barn shakes and she falls down and she's knocked out. Yeah, the barn shakes. The barn shakes because of so much it, because snow. of the time warp and travel and the and the comet's so close. It's like a, it is okay. So the the storm is right, right, and the and then the whole building goes back in time, right? Right? I don't no, know. No, no, I don't no, no, know. no, no, no. It's it's awake. No, no. She's uh, falls she's asleep. in Oz. 
It's a fall asleep. Uh, fall, hit her head. Falls down. Mm-hmm. Hits her head. Then oh. we haven't opened our eyes yet, and it's <laughs> there's like there's like gunfire, and, and it's like it's like a, it's like you wake up, and it's like oh no, we're in the middle. We're in the middle of a battlefield. Type we're in France. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. It's or Belgium. It feels like we've just come out of the barn, but then it's like it is. It's <laughs> and we're shooting ratsies. Mm. Uh, so when she wakes up the next morning, she can't get the barn doors open. Mm. So well, you're giving me a look. No, no, no. Okay. I'm, she I'm interested. Spends I'm... the rest of her life in the barn <laughs> and just, dies. dies of starvation just, in five just, days. It's, in just, the yeah, it's, it's a really boring She's movie drinking from that her point. Own point urine. <laughs> the, the credits just roll over a skeleton <laughs> inside of a barn, and, yeah. then, and then people yeah. in the 80s open and are like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> there's a skeleton in here. Yeah. So uh, she drags a table over to the window and climbs out the window, but in doing so, she drops her purse inside the barn. Oh. Oh, weird. It's not like someone's going to hand it to her later on in her own time. Be like, I think you dropped. Oh this. no, she's going. We're going. We're we're, we're we got to go back through the rabbit hole. The end. We're gonna. We have to go back, yeah. and we got to go through. How did you find this? We're gonna go through back into the window, and then out of the door back to 1945. So she gets outside the barn, and she looks around, and she sees. What do you think she sees? Oh, I. It's not winter time. Mm-hmm. It's like the middle of summer. Uh, uh, Americans shooting at Nazis. She sees teenagers on skateboards. What? <gasps> Other way around. Yes. What? What are those? Like hoverboards? Like, like no, straight up, like but straight up, like eighties skateboards, seventies no, skateboards, twenty sixteen skateboards. Oh, full modern yeah. day. And we see oh. kids texting, and then I we see a modern car. Thought about she, budget. Oh wow. Yeah. So it's blast from the past. <laughs> Give or take, it's blast from the it's past. Back to, it's, it's back to the future part two. It's back to the future part two, but yeah, no, it's 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 uh yeah, it's it's I don't I it's uh, it's Captain America. Like I've been yeah. asleep for it's a Rip Van Winkle. Give or yeah. take. Yeah. Okay. So Hannah wanders out of the street and she's like, what, what, what? And I feel like somehow they let Candace Cameron down in this because she has a lot of of looking around and saying what. Like they didn't give her any more lines. They're like just improv, and she's like, we have to do this in five minutes. I don't know. She's like, I'm still lot. level one at UCB. Yeah. Does someone walk by her and go, sweet outfit or like whatever? No. Um, hey, you're so retro. Yeah. Teenager George is like, hey, are you okay? You look confused. Uh, yeah, baby. and he calls the cops. He's like, so "There's a woman here who needs help." I like it. It's like he's treating her like she's the age she would be, exactly, exactly. except yeah. for it's like, yeah. "Are you okay, old lady? You look confused. Let me call the cops for like, you." Like, well, I'm only dressed like an old lady. I'm like five years older. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, which I think makes sense because Candace is like 40, and I think this teenager that they hired is like 25. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. that's that's how I get treated by 25 year olds constantly. <laughs> Sir, can I help you cross the street? Yeah. So we cut to the police car. It's a man and a woman police officers. What? And who's who's our lead? I'll give you a hint. He is the son of a famous sex symbol. Who is, and he's also an symbol. actor. Son of a famous sex symbol who is also an actor. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I'd say Josh Brolin, but they can't afford him. Oh, no, you're on the right track. Um, She started out in TV, but then she made a lot of hit movies in the 80s. Oh, 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 a son, a son of a oh, woman oh, oh, sex symbol. Yes. Not, Sorry. not, um, oh, God. Well, yes. And then he was adopted by her sex symbol husband when they got together later. What? It's Oliver Hudson. <laughs> oh, oh, my God, Oliver Hudson. I didn't. I oh, didn't. my God, I went to elementary school with <laughs> yeah. I yeah. legit am learning that Oliver. He was so Oliver... hot. He was like the hottest guy I'd ever seen when I was like 11. And it's like you have a crush on your on your friend's older brother yeah. and they don't even pay attention to you. Yeah. yeah, I've never been there. I've obviously put together who Oliver Hudson is. Yeah. 
this is the first I'm hearing of Oliver Hudson, so I'm very excited. He's like, Oliver Hudson knows he's actually splitting up together in Nashville. Yeah, a, a lot of b- bigger stars make these because they're really quick to shoot, and yeah. they can do them on their hiatus, and they, they pay decently. I have just never heard of Oliver Hudson. It's very weird to me. Go on. Um, so he's in the car with his female police partner, and they're sort of teasing each other. And he's like, why did I have to have my little sister's best friend as my partner? <clears throat> oh, wow. How awkward, and yet... Somehow Inlet. there's some kind of spark. There might be a little thing. I see. I was really excited for Candace Cameron to be confused. Sorry, Candace Cameron Bure to be confused that a black police officer. We didn't have those in the forties. No, they're both white, but the police okay. captain is black. <gasps> well, I want, as they I want, all was are. Was he like you're a p- policeman, a girl policeman? Girl policeman. I guess even girl policeman is really <laughs> weird. That's a good point. Uh, so they get the call to do a wellness check. So they roll out. Sure. And um, Hannah sees a dog a golden retriever that looks like ruffin that she rescued and she wanders across the street and almost gets hit by a a self-driving just the the cops the cops screech up like um no she goes up to it and goes like ruffin ruffin and the woman walking the dog turns around and she's blind it's a seeing eye dog his name is princess respect (laughs) it okay and oliver hudson and his partner pull up i'm sorry oliver hudson is jake um and they pull up and he takes a look at her outfit and it's like, are you okay, ma'am? And uh, she's I'm like, fine. I don't know where I, I am. So now cut to a doctor's office. Jake and his partner are there with the police captain. Okay. Because it's such a small town. They all came out. They all, yeah. Everybody had to show up and they took her to the doctor's office. Yeah. 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 Like they didn't take her to they, booking and then a thing. She's going to get like a $4,000 bill. <laughs> exactly. Well, she still has insurance, but it only covers uh, $25 a year, which was plenty in 1945. Uh, so the doctor says, how long are you unconscious? And she's like, I don't know. I heard a big boom during the storm and jake's what like storm? what storm there hasn't been a storm for 20 years yeah. not yeah. since the great christmas comet came through these parts yeah. and the chief's like well yeah wait the math yeah i guess yeah. the math is 71 years obviously we'll go look God, for your duh. car what kind of car do you drive um I, and she's like a, how could you possibly own a model a car? T ford blah 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 or whatever she says a hudson a my hudson. husband bought it right before he died in the war and they're like, oh, Iraq. Okay, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He died in Iraq, and, and she's he's like, like a, and he's like a weird, like hobby car, yeah. like car show dude. Yeah. And she says, "What? He was in Normandy." Oh, <laughs> miss, you better sit down. And doctor's like, "What's the date?" And she goes, "It's December sixteenth. Oh, actually, it's December seventeenth, and we're in Cedar Falls." And the doctor says, "Oh, and what's the what name of the president?" Is... Oh, there we go. Truman. Yes, yeah. she says Harry Yeah, Truman. <laughs> yes, I got it. <laughs> so the chief and the two cops go outside to talk, and the chief's like, we, we need to book her. And Jake's like, I think she, there's something wrong with her. Like, she just has a concussion. She's confused. Uh, let me take her back to my family's farm. If she gets a couple of days to rest and relax, I'm then sure she'll, she'll, oh, she'll remember who she is. There's yeah. no, like, legality issues at all. There's no, like guidelines that police we, officers have to follow yeah. yeah they're yeah. like they're like look it's either i take her to my house or i fill out a crap load of paperwork yeah. i'm going with the unwelcome uh, house guest mm-hmm. and um they think she might be a con artist and he's like if she's a con artist i'll book her and if she's delusional I'll take her to the hospital just give her a couple of days of course yeah. yeah give her a couple of days to rob you blind mm-hmm. when you decide to go back to she work might, yeah she might stab you <laughs> or not so uh Jake takes Hannah to his family's farmhouse. His parents live in the big old farmhouse, and his sister and niece have just moved back in after the divorce. Oh. And are we in a different town? Same town. Okay, so it's okay. the same farmhouse. No. As before. No, 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 no. Okay. no. It's a different barn. Okay. That was a different barn. And he's like, I live in one of the outbuildings. Because we're going to have to be running back to this barn at the end. Yeah. I think. Something has to happen with this barn. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's our portal. And she says, I recognize this place. We always buy our milk from the Morgans. There, and yeah, he yeah. says, oh, my parents bought this farm back in the 60s, and they didn't have cows back then. They weren't the Morgans. And she says, 
back in the 60s? What year is it? Uh, no. Why, it's 2016. My favorite, if he straight up the 60s and you're from 1945, you're like, your family bought this farm in, in the 1860s? 1860s? Yeah. <laughs> that was my thought too. Uh, so he takes her inside to meet parents, sister and niece, and the adults are a little nervous because they think she's crazy. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like, uh, look, we're going to have to keep an eye on her or our TV's going to disappear. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I can never do that with my family. I can never bring, like, a crazy person to Christmas. Like, it, it's so, it's hard enough just having I regular Yeah, Christmas I can't bring a sane person to Christmas. <laughs> no, a yeah. crazy person. Yeah, yeah. Actually, a crazy person. Paula's prob- family's nice, so she cr- doesn't know what that's a like. A crazy person would fit in, in my family Christmas any day of the week. The sane person is just like, what's wrong with you? Why would you come here? I'll get you out right now. Um, so we're back home with the young man who helped earlier, George. And his with mother. The, with the skateboard. Mm, he's the one who called the police. They're wrapping oh, up a it, lot of characters. There's yeah. so many characters there are in these so movies. Many characters. And his mom is <sighs> gossiping about what happened. So I'm going to call her Gossip Mom to delay, delineate her from Jake's mom. Gossip okay? Mom. And um, so she's sort of like decorating and ordering her husband to keep moving the tree while she's doing it. Every time he moves it, she wants it in a different place. <sighs> And Just then, like a woman. Then they have a balsam hill, a shot of balsam hill decorations <laughs> as she decorates the tree, which have had product placement in several Hallmark Balsam movies. Hill. Uh, We're back to Balsam Hill. We have previously learned. Do you know what Balsam Hill is? Is it some kind of liqueur? No, I mean, doesn't it sound like it? Yeah. No, it is like an online, it's where you, and it clearly all they originally sold was Christmas decorations. They oh. are, I believe I described them in a previous episode as the restoration hardware of Christmas decor. Okay. They have, they, but they sponsor these things, they get some product placement, and then they roll commercials during the thing. Okay. And it's very much a online, I'm going to order a bunch of garlands and a fake tree and this, that, and the other thing, and it's all going to show up in four days. It just... It, in time for Christmas. So is it like they're the, they're sitting there decorating everything and then they're like, honey, go online and order a new uh, Christmas blah, blah, blah from Balsam Hill? Or oh, is this it is like, just, no, the Balsam Hill, Balsam Hill decorations? The Balsam Hill stuff just, just got here. Yeah, 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 you just see the box. Mm-hmm. See wow. the Amazon box. Yeah. Subtle the Balsam, Balsam Hill. Yill. Yeah. So uh, Gossip Mom is saying, you did the right thing calling the police. There's something fishy going on here. And she goes on and on about identity identity theft for a while. Oh, wow. Yeah. She ordered from Balsam Hill and they have never had an identity theft breach, unlike you bringing this lady here. This podcast brought to you by Balsam Hill. <laughs> she says- <laughs> The Qantas Airlines. Yeah, yeah. She says, a stranger in a costume shows up in Central Falls. Something fishy is going on around here. No, no. Nothing ever happens in Central Falls. No. And I'm like, bitch, it's not a costume. Those are vintage. Yeah. Well, they're not not though because they haven't aged these are these are these are dead stock yeah so back at the farm in the kitchen jake's sister's like we don't know where she came from and dad's like oh she seems fine and mom says we shouldn't talk about her that way she's a guest and then jake we says, should show her christmas the christmas yeah. spirit and jake says she mentioned that they used to light lights on the gazebo every year did they ever do that in your memory and mom says no i don't remember that no they haven't they, the Light last the time they did it was 1945 that sounds yeah. yeah and it, it, nobody showed up nobody <laughs> remembered to show up in 1945 <laughs> everyone forgot and so they never did it again so mom goes up to hannah's room to see how she's settling in and she's not there <sighs> what because she's uh, she's she's been distracted she's I assume she's fully outside, but if not, she's in a different room. She's been distracted by some technology, possibly yeah. a, a flat screen computer. TV, a computer. Or some kind of television that's... <sighs> no, she went back to her old house, which is now a shop. Oh. oh. So she she did the... Because uh, we're sort of in a It's a Wonderful Life Pottersville situation, yeah. too, where it's like, it's like, take me back to my house. You know where I live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What and, are you, crazy? Don't you remember me? Mm-hmm. And what do you think her shop sells? The shop sells. Just well, guess. Small Bal- town. B- Balsam Hill. Balsam <laughs> Hill. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no, it's gotta be, it's like a bakery. A candle shop? An artisan 
Organic Fair Trade Candle <laughs> Shop. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Um, so she, the shop is called Organic Planet, and she goes in and she's like, "What? What's going on? What this was my dining mean? room." And she looks at one of the things on the shelf and goes, "Gluten-free toothpaste." Oh. Wow. I wow. like that she even knows how to pronounce gluten. She's mm-hmm. going to have to learn how to be white. <laughs> I think the first thing she would say would be, glutton-free, what's toothpaste? <laughs> this is in the old powders. <laughs> um, so by the time Jake shows up, she's left. And Hannah goes to the old hospital where she used to work. Sure, yeah. She's she's doing the uh, this, is, this is your life tour. And he's, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's one step behind her because he's a great mm-hmm. cop. Mm-hmm. It's now a library. Mm-hmm. And Toby's Toby is a librarian. He's an old librarian. Yes, yes he's the somebody's old man. Rela- and he's going to recognize her. I, I'm trying to figure out Toby's related to Toby's somebody's. I know he would be great uncle or great grandfather. You think it were? Oh no! If he's a child time. in the 40s, right. he'd be yeah, maybe he'd be a like grandfather. 80. He'd be a grandfather yeah, of yeah, some yeah. ilk. Yeah. Uh, so Jake finds her there, and she apologizes, and she's like, "I thought if I just went home." But it's not my home. I don't even know what gluten-free is. And he says... <laughs> I like that they're going to play yeah, the yeah, gluten-free yeah. joke yeah. twice. Yeah. And he yeah. says none of us know. Ah, uh, uh, it's the Midwest. I mean, the shop... That's really insensitive to people who have gluten allergies. Uh, yeah. He's like, celiac disease is a conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she says she doesn't know if she's dreaming or losing her mind. And Jake says, you know what? I checked. Our farm You're was a dairy back in the 40s. Great. Wow. And I don't says, know if I'm dreaming or losing my mind. Yeah. You're not losing your mind. That's the worst thing to say to somebody who's had yeah. a break from reality. And she says, do you believe me? And he says, I believe we'll find out what happened. I am al- I'm already losing faith that we'll find out what happened, but go on. Uh, so mom and sister pull out a box of old clothing for Hannah to get some, you know, clean clothes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, a little bit later, Jake comes in with firewood and Hannah's in modern clothes. And that's when we get the, oh, I noticed that she's pretty moment. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, because girl, she's wearing girls, like skinny jeans and a sweater. Girl, Yoga pants. Girls from yeah. the 40s are a bummer. <laughs> Nobody, not even like normal boring guys in 2016 don't have like a thing for like, oh, hey, look at that Dina Von Tees. Like, I get it. Mm-hmm. So meanwhile, Gossip Mom and Dad are at lunch and Gossip Mom can't stop talking about Hannah and how weird it is that someone in 1940s clothes should showed up in the middle of the town out of nowhere. Nothing like that ever happens there. Oh, no. But I, someone overhears them. I, I, oh, I was more excited Ooh, for like... Someone like, overhears that. There's a lady... You, did you say a lady showed up in 1940s clothes? It's Toby. It's Tom Skerritt. Oh, who's Toby? Uh, but uh, real quick, I just like the fact that this entire town missed uh, the swingers era of throwback. <laughs> it's like, oh, we never had a... I mean, I saw the movie with that guy who made the Iron Man, but uh, no, that's not a real thing. That was only in Los Angeles. So meanwhile, Jake goes back to the barn and he finds Hannah's purse. So The purse did come with her. The okay. per- so this barn, no one's used this barn no. since 1945. It, it looks like all the same tools are like on the walls and stuff. It's it's unclear. I think they tried to make it look timeless. She, yeah, she's essentially an abandoned car in a barn. <laughs> okay, I, I have to call foul on that. No. That's part of the story. Nobody came in the barn for like 70 years. But that's uh, how you find well, an old no, car she, like I don't that. think she was sleeping the whole no, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, just she was a portal. She just, She's yeah, magically. Yeah. She magically leapt okay. forward. Yeah. yeah. And, somehow, and brought her purse. she didn't somehow land he... literally on a pitchfork. Okay. Yeah, it's not. Okay. All it's, right. it's not, I'll buy that. It's not Terminator rules. She can bring her clothes and her purse with okay. her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he brings the, the purse back to the police station and looks through it because it's evidence. So, of course, if it's a 40s driver's license, so no no picture. But there's a bunch of makeup in it. And his partner comes over and is like, she just could have got all this stuff off eBay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Or Etsy. These stacks of green stamps. She's like, look at this perfume, Midnight Whispers or whatever. She could have got they, this off eBay. They and so made he this like for holds it up. 50 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, she has all these ration coupons. <laughs> she did not have a green book in there. <laughs> so Hannah helps the niece make a gingerbread house. And she's the niece is like, how do you know we're doing it right? And Hannah says, well, I used to make one every year. But once the war started, sugar was rationed and we had to stop. The sister and the mom kind of exchange a look. And the sister's like, oh, it's time for bed. You should go put your jammies on. I like as opposed to the lesson of how do you know you're doing it right? It's a gingerbread house you can't do it wrong (laughs) like the lesson is like oh i'm very good at it that's how i know and uh the niece says will you read a story to me and she says sure uh so she reads and then she just it's just full of (laughs) n-words she reads a story about sleeping beauty no no she just reads some some book that mentions miracles and then the niece says do you believe in miracles Mm -hmm. mr cook says you should look at everything with an open mind there we go he runs a science fair and turned an old building into a library he paid for everything himself Mr. Toby, Mr. Toby, Mr. Cook, Toby, Mr. Cook. Toby Cook. I swear it's Toby Cook. I'm just calling it. And she happens to mention that he also believes in time travel. No. <gasps> he also believes in time travel. He's just like, yeah, kids, and you should really learn science. And by yeah. the way, time travel is super possible. Time travel miracles. <laughs> time travel, FYI. Time yeah. travel miracles, yeah. and we don't know how it's magnets right. work. Mm-hmm. You should, uh, guys should check out the yeah. Insane Club Posse. So at the office, Jake Googles Hannah's perfume. It's very rare nowadays. He can't find one for sale, but it was popular in the 40s. They stopped making it in the 60s. All right, 50 years. Mm-hmm. I called it. The sister, the mom, and the niece go into the local thrift store. And Gossip Mom and her son George are walking through the town doing Christmas shopping, and Gossip Mom sees them and stops to watch them in the window. Okay. Those are the people who They're took in the, the goodwill. Those are the people who took the crazy lady in. And uh, so the sister shows a picture of Hannah to the thrift store owner and says, she would have come in and bought a full 40s outfit. And he's like, no, I would have remembered her. Nobody buys 40s anymore, only 80s. Oh, yeah. Oh, the throwback. Retro to 80s. Yeah. He's like, do you remember that John Favreau movie? That's when that was happening. <laughs> um, but he does pull out a vintage 40s postcard of the town gazebo decorated with lights. And he's like, this is my favorite thing about the 40s. That was from 1945. I just happened to have my favorite thing from the 40s. The right? last time they ever decorated. Mm-hmm. And the niece comes out wearing a 40s hat and Gossip Mom is like, <gasps> Take that up. No, she's she's outside. She's like, oh, yeah. Um, she's like, oh, they're setting up a thing. She yeah. thinks they're doing a caper. Yeah, yeah. Got it. So then they're at home, and Hannah's telling the niece how all the things they used to do to celebrate Christmas. They like to you know light up the gazebo, and they used to go caroling. And the niece is like, why don't we go caroling? And the mom's just like, I don't know. We just never did. <laughs> she's like, because we're scared of the Christmas comet. <laughs> Um, and back in the town, Gossip Mom is walking with Gossip Dad, telling her about how she saw the family buying 40s clothes, and clearly it's a conspiracy. They're, yeah, it's all—it's a hoax. Yeah, it's, it's a, a big conspiracy to fake news dress in 40s clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'd I be do super every worried. Yeah. yeah. The funniest conversation in this house specifically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, I have like actual vintage 1940s hanging in my closet right now. Yes. That was me bragging, guys. I was just impressed. You found it in that barn. <laughs> yeah, I found it in the barn. I ripped it off Hannah's corpse. Did you time travel here? <laughs> uh, I'm back at Jake's house, Jake's parents' house. Hannah and Jake talk. She says, uh, you have a great family. I feel happy. I've always wondered what a big family Christmas would be like. But then I feel guilty. I grew up with my husband. We were kids together. And right. we finally got married right before the war. Mm. And now everything's gone. And he says, well, no matter what, you still have us and you have this Christmas. We're going to look you after you. You still have us. We've known you for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And I want you to know you're part of the family. Yeah. And he's like, and we can celebrate Christmas. And he pulls out a CD and she's like, what's that? It's a tiny record. It's Basically, a, it's a it relic from the year 1998. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, she's already acclimated. She's like, just buy that on iTunes, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he puts on a song and they slow dance. And then his partner walks in and sees them. She's a she's a little she's like does she do the full like run out like like 
Or did she just do the like? Wait, she just like walks in and stops. Is yeah. that the moment she realizes she's in love with him? Oh, but yeah. then the sister also walks in and stops. <gasps> And that's the reason the sister realizes she's in love with him. Everyone's in love with him. And then the mom walks in and stops. (laughs) Really? Yes. I thought that was a joke. All three of them walk in. No, all three of them walk in separately and stop. There is no privacy in this house. Uh, And then later, mom and Jake are talking and mom says, you don't see the way your partner looks at you? And he's like, what do you mean? And she's like, you didn't see the look on her face when she saw you dancing with Hannah? He's like, but she's just a kid. She's a kid. You're like, Mm. she's. I never looked at her like, you know, a woman. She went through the police academy. She's clearly a grown adult. You see her. Yeah, she's the age of his sister. You see her wear a gun every day. And then his sister comes in in 40s clothes and she's like, yeah, yeah, you've never seen the way the way Sarah looks at you. Ah, but yeah, it, stupid. And he's like, why are you dressed like that? And she's like, oh, it was it was Nisa's idea. We're all going to go caroling in 40s clothes with Hannah. Oh, cute. Wow. So at the station 40s, later. 40s, known era of Christmas. Yeah. Well, just to make Hannah like feel more <laughs> sure, welcome. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So at the station, a partner says people are worried about Hannah. Like they think something fishy's going on, that she's a criminal. We're supposed to be investigating, but one of us has the hots for her. And he's like, I don't. I'm just trying to figure out, help her figure out, but remember. But we're going caroling tonight with her. You should come. Oh, uh, sure. I'll get my 40 suit. It's a well-stocked thrift store. Yeah, he says he has tons of 40s stuff. Well, it's he's not hard to come by at all. Well, because he just, he established no one buys it. He's just got back stock. He's not a good business. Like, he's not good at like, he's like, I don't know. I've had this for 20 years. No one's bought it. I'm not worried about square footage. Mm-hmm. So they go caroling. Jake's family is all dressed 40s. Uh, the partner wears her cop uniform. Oh, so yeah. other towns, he will go with them and they're just normal. Normal. How mm-hmm. dare you? Um they're just 2016. There we go. Yeah. That's far from normal. Have you seen what people are wearing? Nobody's wearing yoga pants. That's important. One time I saw this guy wearing like a meat jacket. It's <laughs> <Just> the weirdest <laughs> thing. Uh, Jordan's uh, wearing a meat jacket. It's it's a hoodie and you'll see it in the photo. It I looks find... like a raw steak. It's really gross. I'm, I, I'm also a vegetarian and I have to live with this jacket. Yeah. It's a hoodie. <laughs> so... um. It's a montage of caroling, and at one point, Jake takes his scarf off and puts it around his partner, and Hannah sees it and smiles. She's like, yeah, you got it, buddy. Mm -hmm. Nice move. And then a little bit later, the group has grown, and Hannah puts her scarf around teenager George. Weird, and then, but, cool. but then he goes to stand with like the the girl that he thinks is with, hot with from the, school with the yeah. teenagers. Yeah. Good. Okay, that was a little creepy. Yeah. Um. And they stop, and she Hannah sees a sign that says "Rough and Kennels Seeing Eye Dogs." <gasps> she walks over to the house, and Jake sees her go away and oh, follow. Ruffin was the Ruffin was the he was the original of the dog she saw before. One hundred percent. So Hannah says, "I brought Ruffin the dog back to this." house i mean i know it was a storm but i remember it was this very house no one's lived in this house no one's lived in this house for 40 years there's no dogs in this town what do you mean (laughs) there haven't been any dogs in this town for 70 years (laughs) so they all go to the gazebo and sister says it's a shame they don't even light up the gazebo and she says hey and i want you come with me and they go over to look at the war memorial oh and her husband's name is up there no, oh, yeah. it isn't. It's not. Oh, what? what? But I was not. told. I would. Uh, but I was told that he he wasn't coming back. What? Now I got to get you guys, back. That would be like some kind of miracle. Wouldn't it? Some kind of Christmas you, miracle. No one knows how those work. Mm-hmm. It's so science. George gets back home and gossip. Mom's like, "What were you doing? Where were you? What is that thing around your neck?" And he's like, "Hannah gave it to me. It's a scarf. We went caroling." And she's like, "I'm getting to the bottom of this." Oh. So she stalks over to the police station. Yeah. And she's like, the weird clothes, the brainwashing. And Jake's like, there's no brainwashing. And she goes, really? And she points to his 40s outfit. And this is the moment in the scene where he takes off the fedora that he's wearing. Oh. Oh, fedora. Yes. He's been wearing a 40s sweater Full and a fedora. fedora. Yes. I, no, all right. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably, you know, wintry. Mm-hmm. How's he looking? Brainwashing, okay. yelling. Now Don't I'm starting to recognize this yeah. is Christmas. That's what I'm used to. Yeah. And the partner says, we're looking at every angle. As soon as we're ready to issue a statement, you'll be the first to know. And Gossip Mom kind of leaves in a huff. <laughs> and the partner says, we have to do something. Every day something fishy comes up. And he says, remember this perfume? I had the lab tested. It hasn't oxidized at all yet. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's vintage perfume, but it's clearly, it's it's only three years old. Yeah, yeah. We did carbon dating on this, even though there's no dirt in it. And it shows that it's only three years old. Yeah, the and even if you get like raped, it. it'll take like seven years before we'll do any kind of that test on it. But if you have in, perfume that, doesn't happen that, in that you town. need tested, mm-hmm. it'll be done in like two hours. Yeah. You can't rape a townie, Heidi. Yeah, no. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's true though that's a quote from Black Christmas guys I'm not being an asshole which I'm... is the movie that I think I was supposed to say that was my Christmas movie but it's you okay you can go you want. wherever you want I, didn't, yeah. I wasn't trying to lead you down any uh, primrose path uh, so back at the house Hannah's hanging up her 40s dress for the night and a key falls out <gasps> a key. I recognize oh. this key this is the key to the key to my uh, oh to the ba- the basement the basement at the hospital basement at the hospital so the next morning she tells the family I thought the see I thought the basement when the basement to the hospital <laughs> showed up originally I thought that was going to be what became our magic barn and then I threw it completely I was like oh I guess that was just bad writing and then I was like oh wait it's not because that's why I like these go on yeah so the next day, Hannah tells the family I don't know how I got here or if I'll get home but I want to make the best of things now. So she pulls out the key and says, I found a solution for the town's gazebo Christmas lights. I found a solution for the big gazebo light problem. Exactly. So this woman we, this woman loses her husband in the war, can't handle her life. It's falling apart. But going to the future, no big deal. She totally fucking handle that. Well, it's yeah, fine. She only cries like once. A it's la- fine. A lady from the 40s is resilient. But I, yeah, nobody's just thought to force this door in the basement. So yeah, so all the... the decorations are in the like, basement imagine the worst thing that's ever happened to you and then imagine that the next day you time travel like you're not going to be like hey, well, i know it's been dead for a little while i know what the decorations are yeah, yeah. i don't know depends is it like jetson's future i'm okay with that yeah. and jake says let's call gossip mom and have her come too like maybe this will get her off her yeah off her yeah she'll understand it's it's not a scam mm-hmm. so they all meet for the library they can't find the key to the storage room but the niece finds it behind a bookshelf they go oh, downstairs it's, that's how it's been actually truly forgotten Got yeah, it. yeah okay yeah. okay hannah um uh, unlocks the door that's and what it's that's what i christmas decor that's what i do when i have a door that i don't have a key to i'm just like well we could just put a bookcase in front of this yeah. door don't worry about it just like in mike flanagan's haunting of hill house <laughs> They finally get the key. They open the secret door and it's full of vintage Christmas decorations. Yep, of course. Of course. So next someone says, I've always wondered what was in there. And in comes Tom Skerritt. Tom Skerritt is I know Toby. You. Toby is. Uh, he, I mean, no, no, no. He no, because he knows stuff's in the basement. So it can't be guy who she got the key from. Yeah, it's it's. To- I think yeah, it's I'm getting. Yeah, I'm a little. It's Toby. The guy who got the key from was an orderly, so he was about her age. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, well. Mm-hmm. So okay, it's Tom Skerritt. On. So he looks like his father. No? No, Toby. Okay. He's, to- he's Toby and he, he runs Toby? the blind. Anyway, go on. You can just tell us if it's Toby. Uh, so the niece says, this is Mr. Cook. And <laughs> Mr. Cook's the, the blind the blind dog. The the he's the, the service dogs. He's the guy that, the no, he's the. Oh, no, Mr. Cook. Sorry. Mr. Cook's the one who started the library with the library with, with all the money. Oh, okay. Right, 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 right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Who is Toby? Uh, and he says, Hannah, it's nice to see you again. Oh. <gasps> He's super chill about this. Yeah. It's still Toby, but go on. He says, I'd like to show you something. Maybe he has something to do with this time. Oh, wow. So uh, Hannah and Jack go back to Mr. Cook's house, and uh, he has two golden retrievers who run mm-hmm. in. And he says, 
book saved me from being lonely. That's why I saved the hospital and they were going to tear it down and built a library. I have something that belongs to you, Nurse Hannah. It's your purse. Uh, yeah, what, it's your... What else did she have? I'm trying to remember. Book, I know the book there's no way you left it out. It's her oh, camera. Oh, the camera. You rushed me. I was almost yeah. there. Yeah. And she's like, what? And he says, Nurse Hannah, I'm Toby. <gasps> called it, called it, called wow. it. Wow. And that's legitimately when I started crying. Oh. That's when I started just laughing, going, I called this for hours. Oh, yeah, it's very clear, but it's Tom Scared and he's wonderful. Viper rules. So he says, my sister breeds the dogs because of you. When you return the dog, the woman was so grateful she came to the hospital to say thank you. But since you weren't but here, you were gone. Dottie yeah. said, to return the favor, you should go read to Toby. Hannah was hoping you wouldn't have to have Christmas alone. And then they adopted him. Yes, they And then they did him a family. You yeah. didn't have yeah, to yeah. go back to the orphanage. There yeah. we go. And then his adopted mother realized how important the dog was to the family because they brought them Toby. So they started a kennel. They started the kennel and that led to the service dog thing. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, and Hannah, Hannah goes to take a photo of old Toby and she says, oh, it's out of film. And Jake's like, <laughs> film. <laughs> what's that okay yeah. that's the first that's the first kind of legit like 2016 joke i think because the gluten-free sucks well, well i'm sure you I, skipped, I, skipped, I skipped over it but there was like the the niece teaching uh hannah what ebay was oh, and i was really excited for the nene no they did not do the nene <laughs> uh so yeah so and he's like no i i i had the film developed Years no, ago. he says, oh i know someone who can develop the film oh he's just it's kept been it sitting in, the in there camera. for 71 years yeah good and then he says you know Dottie is still here. <gasps> Dottie, she's got to be like 97. She's just very old. She's very old. So they, so uh, Hannah, Toby, and Jake go to the care home, and the woman running it said, Dottie hasn't really talked since I've been here. So and Hannah tries to talk to Dottie. Hannah, is that you? Yeah, yeah, she's going she's gonna to snap back right away. Hannah. Uh, she snaps back for a second and says something like comment. And Hannah's like, comment? What <gasps> do you there mean? You go. The comment, miracle that's comment. why you disappeared. That's Christmas what hit comment. the barn. You got to get back to the barn. But she doesn't say anything else. She but, says comment. But Jake finds something. What is left? Uh, oh, 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 oh. oh uh, um, and the woman says, that was her only personal possession that she had when he moved her in here. Uh, uh, her, the diamond, right? No. Um, she, may, she, did she? She was engaged. No, that was a different nurse. Oh, I thought that was Dottie. Okay. No, I know it was very confusing. They even um, were both brunettes. Okay. It's something about the husband, it, uh, the, the dead husband. I don't know what it is, though. It's like his, like, it's, uh, God, I don't want her to have married the dead husband in, in the meantime. Oh, that would be great. I know. I'm what really scared about that. But um, it's something to indicate even more that the dead husband is It is. It's dead. a letter. And you're close. It is a postcard oh. with a picture of the comet that Hannah sent to Dottie from another city in 1946 that says, Chet and I got here in time to celebrate our third wedding anniversary. I found, I found him. Yeah. Wacky. Yeah. And then Toby says, she didn't say comment. She said comment. Wait, what? She didn't say comment. They thought that she said comment. <gasps> oh, yeah. we all heard comment, comment the first time. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then back at Toby's, he said, in the, when he was still in the hospital, when Hannah disappeared, Dottie was beside herself. And they found her car in the snowbank and she was gone. And Hannah's like, well, why me? Why did this happen to me? And then, of course, the dogs run in. Run, Renna. Yeah. How are you? And Jake said, to show us. Toby's like, so you can see what you've done. And Hannah says, the smallest stone makes a ripple in the water. That's what Dottie said. That sure is. Okay, so... 
So in this alternate past now, her husband didn't die. I don't think her husband ever died. I think she got word, but he was okay because yes. we don't have enough time to go and save him and then live on. She, yeah. We're going to figure out, oh, wait, he wasn't dead. He He's like, he was, he's been like, because everybody thinks she's crazy, like, because she hit her head. He's kind of been the same uh, in 1944 mm. through 1945, 46. And now she can find That's him. That's a, a fun ho- She can find him in a hospital in 1946 in France. That's a fun thought. It is a fun thought. Uh, so Toby, and he has syphilis. Yes, yeah, of course. He has they syphilis. all, all have French syphilis. Um, so Toby says, "Hannah, do you believe in miracles?" And she says, "I think I do." <laughs> yeah, you better by this point, Hannah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I, I just wanted to go like, "Why are you referencing the miracle on yeah. ice?" Uh, do, you be- yeah, do you believe in time travel, Hannah? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, probably yes. And Toby says, "Then believe tonight that the Christmas comet will take you back home." Sure. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. So this is a guy who started a science fair for the kids, started a library, clearly made a lot of money doing something, and he's just like, yep. the science way to get you back home is to believe in miracles. And Click your heels together three times. The time travel comets go both forward and backwards. Like, I wouldn't think of anything. I would be afraid of the Christmas comet. I'd be like, shit, it's going to go another 71 years yeah. in the future. This is gonna yeah, she, she opens the door and, and there's Morlocks everywhere. Yeah, it's, just, it's, just, <laughs> it's just Lord Humongous screaming at her to walk away. Yeah. Uh, so that night, Nice asks if they can all watch the comet together. And Hannah comes in in her 40s clothes. She's like, I got to go home. Yeah, and she says, but what if it doesn't work? And then he says, you have to believe in something before it can become something. Also, what if it doesn't work? Well, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jake, like one night. Yeah. So Jake walks Hannah to the barn, and she says, "Don't say anything. I wasn't crying when I left." Oh, and and she goes back in through the window. No. Oh, oh no, because oh. we had to keep the doors shut for then somebody to get. Okay. Never mind. That's why okay. they did the window thing. Got okay. It. So she says, "You know, I met my husband when I was six. We grew up together, and I was the last to realize that he was love of my life." Just like you and your partner, Sarah. Oh, they met each other when they were six? I mean, my grandparents sort of did, so I can't talk that much shit, but it creeped me out when she said it. I'm so glad I didn't marry any of the people I knew when I was six. (laughs) Yeah, same. Uh, Accurate. um, At the gazebo, the town is gathered to see the comet, and they're going to light up the gazebo with... They're going to do the, the with Christmas the, lights with lighting. The, yeah. With the this, 75-year-old Christmas lights, it's just going to burst into flames. <laughs> this better be some spectacular shit. I just like, wa- this gazebo lit up needs to be like, everybody's been building it up I, so much. I want him to hit the button. It lights up. It just bursts into flames. And then it's just uh, Dennis Haysbert steps, steps towards camera. <laughs> and he just goes like, this is why underwriters' laboratories are very important. They didn't have it in 1945. Please check your lights and end of movie. And then Sarah, Jake's partner, arrives and Jake goes over and puts his arms around her and she says, have you lost it? And he says, no, I found it. Yes, he does. <gasps> oh, This is where I'm very good at this game. <laughs> I know how to write terrible dialogue. If, if you if you tee it up for me, I can knock it out every time. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So a little bit later, the town sings in the gazebo, and Hannah's just sitting in the barn by herself, and the comet arrives, and the town is filled with wonder, and everyone watches the comet. And they look up. And it glitters. Oh, I just, I want it to go to like the white, because she can't hit her head again. I want it to just be like, like, like almost a blind out, but I don't think it's No, I think it's just a cut to the next morning mm-hmm. when it's like all of the same town people are walking towards the barn, and Jake <laughs> knocks on it, and he's like, Hannah? Oh, come on. Proper etiquette is you wait three days. Wow. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's no, Easter. Never mind. And then Toby actually opens the door. <gasps> what? Yeah. She's gone. Uh-huh. Oh, Toby, Toby opens the door from... No, no, no. Toby opens her from the outside. From the outside. Oh, she can't do it. I don't want him to be like, she's gone. I went in through the window. Um, I was in Top Gun. And then. Remember uh, sleeping with the enemy? (laughs) And everybody's like, yay. 
she's gone and I cheer and gossip mom that fucking bitch still has to walk into the barn and look around and make sure Hannah's not there she's just a doubting Thomas but I like that everybody else is like I get it but at the same time they're like yeah we met this lady and she was red thank god she's gone yay uh, and then Toby pulls out an envelope and is like by the way I have all the photos that were developed from Hannah's camera and the photo of her that she took of Dottie uh, has her husband in it no no, no but it's just it's better the photo is of her and her husband. No, it's better. The photo is better <laughs> oh, than that. Oh, and, and Ruffin. Ruffin's and Ruffin. in the picture. No. Ru- uh, they so, look. Oh, oh, it's like, it's a series. It's a series. Yeah, look at the picture of young Toby. Look at the picture of Dottie holding up the star. And then it's them in, it, it's, it's we're going to tell the rest of the story. We're not going to get actually much of the flashback. Uh, it's going to be the progression okay. of the of the uh, romance. And then we're going to get one little tiny scene where okay. they like kiss. Yeah. That is not correct. Damn oh, it. That was good, Heidi, do you have any other guesses? Um... The 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 uh, Jesus Christ! It's just, um, it's just, yes, it it's, is a Christmas movie. It's just the, one. It's just one shot of a guy in a crazy time travel laboratory so going. They, ah. developed the, they developed the photos, and the photo. There's a photo of her. There's got to be a photo of her husband. No, there is a photo of the nurse Julia with her GI fiance that Hannah had introduced to each other. Okay. Yeah. And Jake sure. picks it up and says, <gasps> "That's my dad, those Grandpa. My, those, those are Grandma and Grandpa. Those are, yeah, yeah." yeah. Yeah. And Toby says, oh, Hannah introduced them to each other in the hospital. Yeah. yeah. They've never told that story again. We didn't recognize <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, cut to Hannah's back in the 40s trying to dig her car out of the snow. Oh, she just went straight back. Uh-huh. Okay. But now okay. she knows. Okay, she's digging out snow. And then what happens? Oh, just straight up. She's shoveling the snow out. And Arm, someone comes by. Army policeman. Jeep. Army Jeep or truck. Police car comes You're by. close. A police car? No, okay. a person. Okay, just her walking? husband. Oh, yeah. See, I just thought he. He's just to be walking from in France. A vehicle. Yeah, he walks up and he says, "Why don't you just call your husband to help you?" And she turns around. And she's, she's like, like ah. "You fucking pig! <laughs> oh my god, it's you! I thought you were dead. I walked here from France. Uh, yes, <laughs> that's that's why you thought I was dead for three. Sorry, years. I didn't I, send a letter I, or, or call you. I literally we have telephones. I literally walked through Russia. I yeah. waited. I waited for the Bering Strait to freeze over. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't didn't send any kind of telegram or anything. I just thought it'd be better oh, yeah. if I walked. Home. Yeah, I had some things to work out. Uh, they hug. I saw some shit. <laughs> yeah, it's very G-rated. They hug, and then they freeze frame as they stare into each other's eyes, and that's the end. Oh man! Okay. Do we actually see? So we see the comet. Yeah, we we do see the comet in the special effects. Both times, bad. or only only in the present. Oh, I think only in the present. Okay. I think yeah, because the other the one it's because it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. storming. Okay. So the point of showing her the future was to show the. How even if she didn't realize it, she had such the an important sm- effect well, on everyone's life. The smallest makes pebble r- ripples, ripples, and yes. there was the doggies, and then but the then gives her a reason to return because she's realized that yeah. that her husband wasn't in fact dead. There was I, I like I needed one sentence of exposition that's just like yeah, actually I went awol because yeah. because yeah. my my sergeant was a psycho and uh, I had to like hoof it over here and join the merchant marines to get yeah. here. She did say at some point like uh, my husband died. Well. They told me he went missing, but oh, okay, they couldn't, okay. They couldn't but find his body. But, it's but, been but been they were sure years. that he was dead. Yeah, yeah it's been okay. like two years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So just uh, missing, presumed. Yeah, dead. but they never say say what happened. to Sure. Him. No, that's fine. But okay. as long as it's that, as opposed to just like, yeah. Also, whose whose ashes are these? They said. So was she actually like to the point where, like, in the in the beginning when she's still in the forties, mm-hmm. was she like at such a devastated point of of no return of uh, my life is meaningless 
that it warrants a comet coming to take her to the future to show her that no, her life is okay? she was just kind of like, you know, we got married before the war. All I wanted to do was to give him a happy it's home. A- and now he's gone. And or, Which says we were like childhood sweethearts. All I wanted to do was give him a happy home. Now he's gone. I don't know what to do with my life. I feel like my life has no purpose. When, it's now, a really clunky. What it is, yeah. is it's a really clunky, it's a wonderful life. It's a really now, clunky hear me lesson out. that teaches women need, they need to be housewives. Yes. <laughs> hear me out. Wouldn't it have been better if she went to the future and found out that even though her husband was dead, she, she did a bunch of cool shit. She, she Not saved the library. But she literally, she did the library. Yeah, she saved she the library. She did the whatever. Yeah. She Instead of like, I sat there and, and all these other people got ideas while I, I sat there. I remember a pretty nice lady, so yeah. I did some good things because I'm Tom Skerritt and yeah. I'm a man and you I have power played, in this society. They could have played on the photography thing. Like maybe she went on to become a famous photographer, <laughs> a war correspondent. Yeah. She did Vietnam. She, no. You know what I mean? No, I mean. I mean, at the, at the end of the day, it is. It's just a weird, it's a non, it's with Without an angel rewrite of It's a Wonderful Life, except for Pottersville is like, actually, Pottersville's pretty good. Yeah. So maybe yeah. you shouldn't, maybe you should Either remain way. existing yeah. back then. It's like, Housewives, your life may feel meaningless, but that's okay. Because when you do these small little things like returning a dog, it means your life has meaning. So don't worry about feeling meaningless. Yeah. Don't feel meaningless. You'll inspire orphans and they'll have more power than you will. <laughs> yeah, yes. Regardless of the fact that they're poor and orphans, yeah. as they'll long do as, more with their lives than as you ever long will. as they're boys. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Fair. So um, now that you've read the plot, Heidi, would you watch this movie? Well, yes, but see now, now it's like a meta thing because now I would watch the movie because we've discussed the film, the film on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Now, if I were to come across it on TV, I think, yeah, you know what? I think I would watch it, but I'd, be, I'd watch it like in in that really like ironic devastated way where i'm like like i i've written so many better things than this and no one will read them and then this bitch this would have paid, got like paid sold rent, her screenplay for two years because literally that's how it is it's literally like uh these executives are sitting there like i don't know i don't know we got there's all these people becky do you want to do it and like that's it and you can suck and be like and then the comet came by and it's like and you're a screenwriter so i think that would be going through my head the whole time like sour grapes and like how how like deficient my life is and then you know i'll be like well why can't anyone show me why my life is good why is it always you know hannah you know i I feel like i totally would watch this movie but only if i stuck with it through the jump because i would have started it i would have gone exactly what we did i would we i would have had the same journey and as we've established in this whole show i need to see how this is going to play out and i'd be like okay it's a time travel exactly what i said and she's gonna she's gonna quantum leap back and she's gonna save her husband and the second she sees those skateboarders i'm gonna be like what the hell? I don't even understand how this plays out. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and then I would I so I'm not I would not choose to watch this movie. But if I watched the first give or take, I assume twenty minutes. Yes, I would stick to the end. For it would sure. have to be free. It would have to be like oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah, Amazon yeah. Prime. In the same way as the beginning of the the whole podcast, I mentioned the same way I ended up watching Life or something like it. It's just like, well, but Tony Shalhoub says she's gonna die in ten days. Okay, there's only two solutions to that at the end, and both of them are terrible endings of a movie. Crap. USA, you got me for two hours. Yeah, the reason that I chose this movie, because it's a couple years older, we're only trying to cover the new ones, mm-hmm. is because I was flipping channels and I stopped on Hallmark, and there's Candace Cameron in her period clothes talking to the little girl building the uh, gingerbread house. And I was like, what is going on? Is this the ghost of grandma who was oh, made real? Yeah. Like, I legitimately thought it was like ghost of great grandmother yeah. who was made real and a Christmas miracle who was then going to go away on Christmas Day. That so, yeah, would have been cool. You're, you're doing uh, uh, Lincoln at the mall from Bill and Ted, except yeah. for as a and Christmas And she could have taught everyone how to swim. 
swing dance. Oh yeah, we missed. Well, that. then she would have should have gone to 1997, as we've yes, discussed yes, her previously. Yes, yes. So Heidi, where can we find you on social media? So you can find my festival, um, yeah, where can Etheria, Etheria Film Night, um, on Twitter at Etheria FN, and I basically just retweet things that other people write. And then we have a um, a festival page on Facebook as well. And what time of year is Etheria? It's going to be, it's always June and it's going to be June 22nd. Perfect, here in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it, but if you like really weird movies, you can come to my, my Mondo cult screenings every month at the Egyptian Theater and you can find those on the AmericanCinematechCalendar.com. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm uh, J Dobbs Rosa everywhere on uh, pretty much all the social medias, uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, come and find me. My brand is largely uh, bad jokes and letting people know when Stu Mundell is chasing a pursuit through the Southland. And I'm on Instagram as Gangrene Jean. That's the disease plus the pants. And I'm at Paula Hayfley on Twitter. I, I do hang out on Reddit a lot, but um, the, you know, you anonymously, do, and yeah, I spend oh, most of my time in the Raised by Narcissists <laughs> uh, subreddit. So, so just look for that yeah, lurker account yeah. that has so no, if you no visit karma. Me, come visit me there. Well, and I, a big shout out to uh, Andrew Furtado. Uh, we're using his uh, equipment. He was our technical advisor here from the Now Streaming Podcast. Uh, you can find him on Twitter as Andrew Furtaco. Clever. Only one of those words do I like to say, and the other two together make my mouth feel gross every time. Andrew, fur taco. You can follow the Mary Pitchmas podcast on Twitter at Mary Pitchmas, on Insta at Mary underscore Pitchmas, or email us with your suggestions, salutations, and insultations at marypitchmaspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, man. Go back and check that out again because those are complicated. There's three different things there. Uh, take a second to rate and review us, please, if you have the time. It really makes a difference getting our bad jokes into new ear holes. Happy Hallmark Days, everyone. And don't forget, small town dog rescuing always beats small town gossip moms. Candace Cameron Beret's writing checks her butt can't cash.